You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Doctor Who's first female doctor will bring a new generation of Whovians by Angela Watercutter. A fun game if you ever find yourself at a comics convention. Try to spot as many gender-swapped cosplayers as you can. Throughout years of going to comic cons and other fan gatherings... I've spotted women in drag as Loki, Harry Potter, and, before Paul Feig's reboot, various Ghostbusters. However, this tends to be a one-way phenomenon. Rarely, if ever, have I seen men dressed as Catwoman or Stranger Things' as Eleven, at least in a way that wasn't going for laughs. And one of the most popular targets for women in male cosplay have been the Doctors. Doctor Who's main character who gets regenerated every couple of seasons, is essentially an alien, a time lord, so is strictly speaking genderless. But the previous dozen doctors have all been played by men, which of course means the BBC's show's fans, both male and female, hit convention floors dressed as one of those dudes. But today, when BBC brought their new doctor, played by Jodie Whittaker, to Comic-Con International, all that changed. This time around, the show's male fans still out to emulate their hero with the ones in drag. I only saw one or two, but it's a sure bet there will be more. It's been a long time coming. The series, which has gone from quirky British sci-fi show to beloved cult phenomenon, originally ran from 1963 to 1989, then was revived in a 1996 movie and again as a series in 2005. In that entire time, there have been twelve doctors, all some variety of eccentric white guys. So when Whitaker took over the mantle from Peter Capaldi last year, it was met with a mild mania, similar to the christening of Rey as the newest heroine in the Star Wars franchise. Female Whovians, who had for years been attaching themselves to doctors' various female companions, or other women in the series, finally got a lead to call their own. In a promo video of the upcoming season played during Who's panel in Hall H today, a fan watching the characters reveal online exclaims, She's blonde. I can cosplay. Whitaker, a Brit who grew up steeped in the culture of Who in the 1980s, knows this as well as anyone. 
I didn't want to stand to the side giggling and clapping, she said, referring to watching the heroes of her favorite movies and shows. I wanted to run about and jump about, and those people didn't really look like me. I hope we as friends are what young kids can now look up to and go, Oh man, I want to do that. Well, you can, because we are, and we want you all on our journey. The words of someone who wants people to watch her show. Sure, but Doctor Who has always had a loyal fan base. The trick now, it seems, is to make it one that even more people want to join, and the introduction of Whitaker is part of that. Addressing how much of whose old lore and monsters will make it into the show's upcoming seasons, executive producer Chris Chibnall stressed that a lot of the show will be new, even as it tried to remain loyal to its rich history. This year is the perfect jumping-on point for that person in your life who has never watched Doctor Who, Chibnall told All H. I want you to go out and recruit that person. Set them down for Jody's first episode and go, See? There is no barrier to entry this year. As much as anything your job is, where does the show go next? As with everything from Star Wars to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, whose showrunners are banking on appealing to a wider audience through diversifying their cast and scope. It's a big, inclusive, mainstream, accessible series, Chibnall noted. Whether or not every fan will want that, or if the series will gain as many Whovians as it loses, is something that's still being determined. The reactions to the new, bigger, tent Star Wars films has been, well, mixed is too kind a word. Where exactly does wanting to remake The Last Jedi in order to save Star Wars fall on the disgruntled fanboy scale? And Doctor Who could be lined up for a similar fate. The response was largely positive following the announcement that Whitaker would be the new Doctor, but detractors called it an exercise in pleasing the PC brigade, or merely lamented that it was ruined. Others made a fashion argument, noting that nobody wants a TARDIS full of bras. Why not? Are they too heavy to travel through space and time? Do the straps... Do the straps get caught in wormholes or something? Who knew? Then, of course, there was the old chestnut that the BBC are trying to brainwash your children, which might have merit if there were scores of parents out there who were totally cool with their kids believing in Daleks but drew the line at believing women are equal? Anyway, that part of the future has not yet arrived, and in the present, the cosplayers have already shifted from their floppy Tom Baker hats and Colin Baker jackets for Whitaker's blue-gray overcoat and striped shirt. It's about time. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.